Welcome to Sex Chat for Christian Wives, where four marriage and sex bloggers discuss the naked truth. What does God really want for the sexual intimacy in our marriage? I'm Jay Parker of Hot, Holy, and Humorous. I'm Chris Taylor from The Forgiven Wife. I'm Gay Christmas of Calm, Healthy, Sexy. I'm Bonnie Burns of Oyster Bed 7. Welcome to another episode of Sex Chat for Christian Wives. This episode is brought to you by our newest sponsors, Carefree Organics and Share the Soap. We're so excited to welcome them to the podcast, and you'll hear more about them in today's episode. So today we're talking about sensuality and how wives can feel more sensual. So let's start by talking about what that means. First, is feeling sensual the same as feeling sexual? Ladies, what do you think? No. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. To me, sensual is more of an awareness of all of your body's senses and how your body feels. Being sexual includes sensuality, but sensuality exists outside of sexuality too, I think. Uh Kind of like sexuality is a subset. Yeah, kind of. It's like one of those Venn diagrams. You've got sexuality and sensuality and there's this overlap. I think when I was younger... I would have said that they were more linked, you know, that one equals the other. But now as I've, you know, matured and grown and I think through menopause has forced me to think more about what sensuality really is because as the hormones for me personally as the hormones kind of dived a little bit my senses weren't as acute and it took some more intention to think about how my body was feeling or what I was even smelling Mm -hmm. you know I tend to think of um, sexuality more connected to my strictly sexual parts Whereas sensuality is more of a full body experience. I mean, my five senses, it's everywhere. Uh, not to say that you that other places on your body can't also be sexual, but I'm just saying it, it just feels like, I guess I feel like I can be sensual without my sexual parts tingling. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can mm-hmm. feel that sensuality apart from from a sexual experience or arousal. Yeah, I had to come up with a definition of sensuality for something I wrote. And so I said that it means experiencing pleasure through your senses by noticing and enjoying beautiful smells, delicious tastes, interesting sounds, and the pleasures of touch. Well, no, now nice. I just want to take back what I said and say, no, yeah, that. that no, yeah. <laughs> no, what you said was good. I was given a summary there, a little bit of a summary. Yeah. So is sensuality for all women or do some women have it and some women don't? Well, I got it. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I think all women can have it, but I think it's along the lines of some people are gifted at, let's say they can sing, like Jay does have some fabulous pipes. Some people can sing and some people can just carry a tune. And, but if you can carry a tune, you can hone it to be better, you know, with practice, you can be Mm -hmm. better and you can, you can carry that tune better and better. And I think it's kind of with sensuality, if it's not like something you innately gravitate to, you can develop um, that sensitivity. To me, sensuality is so much about just being aware of what your body is experiencing, that an awareness is a choice. 
to me. I can be intentional and choose to pay attention to things, or I can just rush through everything and not notice that, hey, that stuff on my hands smells and feels really good. It seems to me, too, that some people may be missing the experience of sensuality because they're not really aware of what senses and what uh, things awaken their senses that are strongest for them. So, you know, some women are very sensitive to smells. And so that's something they can kind of capitalize on. And like you say, with intentionality, can bring that out. And, um, and then other people, you know, they're like, well, I, this is the kind of touch that seems to work for most women, but if it doesn't work for them, they may think, well, I'm just not sensual that way. It's like, well, there's another way you are. You have to do some self-discovery to figure out what speaks to your senses, what speaks to your body and your awareness and your experience. I've told this story before on my blog, but I have a friend who was born and raised in a Mediterranean country that's very expressive. And she is just such a naturally sensual person. I mean, she's attuned to color and light and music and food. And I think she's one of those people, like Bonnie said, who just, it comes naturally. But so she's about 100% more naturally sensual than I am, you know. But that doesn't mean that I can't cultivate it. But it's not going to be as easy or or come as naturally to me as it does someone like Uh that. Uh Yeah, I think some of it is cultural. You know, I have a friend who was from a Mediterranean country as well. And just watching her cook is fascinating because Mm -hmm. she thinks about food so differently than I do. It's about the taste and how the smell enhances the taste and the appearance. And it's just a heightened awareness compared to me, who loves a good box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, come on. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Although it may not be very sensual, but it is kind of oh, delicious. No. It is. It's creamy. <laughs> yeah, it, that's true. It's, it's tasty. Yeah. Fried chicken and mac and cheese. Oh, baby. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And add some Velveeta to that Kraft macaroni and cheese. Mm. You've got Southern oh. delectableness there. <laughs> okay. I was no, a little shredded. Sexual at all, but I am feeling <laughs> interested in. I skip the Velveeta and go to the Wisconsin sharp cheddar shredded. Uh, uh, even better. And then I can yeah. say, hey, I cooked. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Maybe most of our listeners don't feel very sensual, or at least a lot of the time don't feel very sensual. So, one, do you think that's true? And if so, what are the biggest challenges that married women face when it comes to feeling sensual and adding sensuality to their lives? Well, it certainly was true for me, especially earlier in my marriage, when I was just so busy and I had one task after another, and I didn't allow myself to slow down and really be aware of what was happening. I was just rushing. You know, even today I put lotion on my hands and just kind of did it fast and went on to the next thing. And I thought, well, wait a second, if I could slow down, I could be more aware of this. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I really 
like about um, the, our Share the Soap sponsorship. One of the things that she talks about is doing things to help make everyday tasks feel a little bit like mini self-care. So even nicely scented dish soap, if you have to wash the dishes, you can still enhance that with a, an aroma or aromatherapy that really helps you relax and enjoy the experience a little bit more. I thought that was a really interesting idea. We'll be talking about our other skincare sponsor mm-hmm. later, and she also has some aromatherapy skin products to help you relax as you... This is Carefree Organics, right? Yeah. So I just think it's time and so many things that we keep thinking we have to do and get off our to-do list that we just don't slow down and have a chance to be intentional or aware. I think sometimes it's our own view of ourselves that we just kind of don't have the confidence to do things that would make us feel sensual or to experience those things. We Maybe we kind of don't think we're worth it in a sense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, that pampering or that paying attention or we don't view our bodies as sensual. And so we feel like, well, you know, kind of what's the point? Like, whatever. Yeah, sensual, whatever. It's, you know, I just, you just don't take that time to really embrace that experience. And a second thing I think is Christian women can sometimes feel like the body and the spirit are so separate. And then the spirit is obviously more important than the body that we almost don't tend to our bodies. We don't really take care of our bodies or value the senses and the experiences we have through them. I think that's such a good point. God breathed life into a physical body. The spirit that he gave us is embodied, literally. Our body is just as much God-given as our spirit is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you want to think about sensual pleasures, the Song of Solomon is chock full of all sorts of sensual pleasures. Beautiful fruits to look at. He talks about jewels and jasper and tastes and pomegranates and And verdant. Spice, 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 and and milk and and honey. And flowing Mm -hmm. gardens. I mean, just lots of (laughs) sensuality there. Yeah, the thing I was thinking, Jay, when you were saying that with the word that came to me was a frill. We tend to think our sensuality is a frill. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just really something maybe you could devote a little energy to if you had the time, but you just don't have the time. So it's just not that critical. I think. I think if you put it on your radar to be sensual, you could incorporate it to anything in your life in that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, what's it feel like to drive 70 miles an hour versus 20 miles an hour? I mean, that, <laughs> that that's a sensual experience. I mean, uh-huh. it may not be... It may not be luscious and sexual (laughs) or legal as you were talking about making macaroni and cheese. I mean, what does that smell like? What does that sound like? You know, you can think of the sounds as the macaroni hits the pot. You know, there's different sensual things throughout the day that you can you can notice. And then as you notice that you can transform that or take that with you into the bedroom and think about how your body feels during this and what sounds are coming from that beautiful music or what that candle smells like whatever i think that's a really good point too because i do think one of the other issues that women may face is just not knowing where to begin as you kind of want to have this sensual experience but you just don't know where to begin and uh and how to get there and you feel like well you kind of either have it or you don't and you don't know how to get there but 
I think that this has been a process. So I would say when I was younger, I had moments of feeling sensual, whereas I think this far into it with the intentionality I've had and the experiences, I get to a point where there are moments where I just feel like I'm just inhabiting my sensuality. I'm fully soaked in it. That's, I mean, I'm not saying I walk around all day like that. <laughs> Wouldn't get anything mm-hmm. done. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just saying like that has been a real process to get to that point of really just embracing that fully. And so I would hope people listening don't think it's just either or and understand it's okay to just like start with these small things and, you know, start where you are and don't let that be a hang up for you getting started. Uh-huh. Back to your question, though, about what's the biggest challenges. I think as a young mom, my biggest challenge was I was overtouched. Too much yeah. touch. Yeah. And that's hard to undo the sensuality. Right. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing thinking about young kids is, you know, even if I would wear a top that I felt good in and that it was a little silky, you know, I'd get food on it or spit up or (laughs) worse. And it's really hard to wear things and do things that feel sensual when I have to do so much yucky task stuff. Yeah, those smells are not sensual. (laughs) No, No, they are not not aromatherapy at all. (laughs) Yeah. I think for women who have a personality type that they operate more in their thoughts than their emotions, I think there's maybe an additional extra step that you have to take. Because if you're operating always kind of, I call it, out of your head, you're not inclined to feel or experience those things. But you can learn it, as everyone has said, but you kind of have to take that extra step of intentionality and of course I'm not saying is this as someone who knows about living in your head not your emotions (laughs) I'm all emotions all the time baby (laughs) okay before we talk about some practical tips for embracing your Mm -hmm. sensuality let's hear from one of our sponsors this episode is sponsored in part by share the soap it's a Christian family farm business The girls raise the goats and mom and the girls make the soap and they specialize in things that just are really good for your skin and uh, have good aromatherapy. They have a special coupon code in that you can find in our show notes and that will give you 20% off of your first purchase. They've also put together a special set to help you feel more sensual and it includes an essential oil called Ylang Ylang. And Gay, could you tell us something about that? Because that's really good for sensuality, right? It is. Ylang Ylang is probably the best known uh, scent or essential oil for women's sensuality. It's one that's been associated with women's sensuality for centuries. Um, It's my personal favorite, and it's a beautiful floral scent. And some of the products in this um, special sensuality collection that uh, Share the Soap is putting together for our listeners will include Ylang Ylang as one of the scents. All right, so let's get down to the nuts and bolts. What are some practical things that our listeners can do to embrace their sensuality and to begin feeling more sensual? 
One of the things that I did was to start just doing visual things, things that I didn't really have to slow down, you know, enjoy the experience more. I would just do things that I would notice visually. So I started painting my toenails and then anytime I'd look at them, that would just be a reminder to think more sensually. And I would, you know, wear underwear that was cute, not itchy, but cute underwear, because then every time I go to the bathroom, it's a reminder that I'm a sensual being. Things that really didn't take much time for me, but could be visual reminders were really helpful. That's interesting, because I was thinking of immediately of textures, how much it has helped me to really think through the textures that I come into contact with throughout my day. And so, for instance, one of the things I love most is taking a bubble bath. I mean, because it feels good on my skin or a a, a salt, what is it, the bath salts and stuff like that. But something like that. um, And also just the, the fabrics I chose to wear and especially what I wore to bed and making sure that that was something that felt good against my skin, rethinking our sheets Uh, pillowcases, just what touched my body throughout the day. And then I felt like that made me more aware of my skin. And that also then turned around, you know, when we became intimate, that kind of helped me with my sensitivity there. Mine is fragrances. I have certain fragrances that I wear, a certain perfume that is discontinued and it makes me so mad but it's the scent that makes me feel kind of sexy and there's and throughout the house I like candles and those plug-ins and they're probably killing me with cancer but I don't care they smell great (laughs) (laughs) what a way to go that's right so this is a really nuts and bolts idea it is to spend less time on your devices, because I think that the amount of time that we spend on them is impeding our ability to notice and enjoy things with our senses. You know, so if you're like working all day, taking care of kids all day, and in any free time you're on your phone or your tablet, you know, you have no I, no time to really slow down and kind of embrace your senses. So if I'm on my phone right this minute while we're recording a podcast, is that a bad thing? That's I know, bad. I was like, I feel yes. so called out because I'm like, I, I have like three, four devices right here on my desk. Well, you're the one who's already living in your sensuality. So I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Miss Macaroni it. and Cheese over here. <laughs> women are so multitasky mm-hmm. that we just sometimes just need to focus on one thing and it shouldn't be the phone very yeah. true you know gay i went and looked at your how to feel more sensual article mm-hmm. and the thing i really liked out of that whole thing was to do things that make you feel alive, alive. yeah oh my gosh yes and screens certainly don't do that for me no, hmm. no. and that so like what like let's talk about what that means because i okay. don't think most busy wives and moms are doing a bunch of stuff that really makes them feel alive. True, true. You know what I really like is to take my shoes off. <laughs> that is so I interesting. Like, yeah, I hate shoes. And when I take them off, oh, it feels so good. So mm-hmm. that, I guess that kind of helps me make feel alive. Feel like is that like, like taking off your bra or your mask at the well, end of the day? Yeah, rip that mask off. It's interesting, though, to, that you said that, because the other day I was just kind of having a rough day, and I was like, you know what? I need a refresh 
refresher. And so, I mean, I had been barefoot around the house, but what I did is I went outside and I just sunk my feet into the grass. Uh And so I just, just that kind of touching the earth and feeling the texture of the grass, the smells, the coolness. I mean, it's hot, but the grass was still kind of cool. And Uh it really did. It just, I just felt like it, it did something for me. I also am a firm believer in the in getting out if you can and just feeling a little bit of sunlight on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say outside too. I mean, we've been, you know, between COVID and oppressive heat, it feels like we've been inside for months, but we had a cool break recently mm. and just like we went to a state park and I went out and walked. And I do just think being out in nature is really good for your senses. Yeah. And I find, you know, even just planting flowers in flower pots, just touching stuff intentionally mm-hmm. and there's that smell. That is one thing that makes me feel alive. I'm not very good at keeping the flowers alive, but I'm really good at planting them and, and enjoying that. Mm-hmm. And I do like to go sit by the river for a, a long time. Mm-hmm. It's just very soothing and it's restful. And being rested makes me helps me be better able to feel sensual. Mm-hmm. Very true. Another one is slow down your eating. Yes. To savor what you're eating. And I mean, I think this is one of the things, too, that if you wanted to make it with your husband, you know, feeding each other is going to be a slower process. And so that will help you savor, too. Even if just on your own, just slowing down the bites and really thinking about the flavors that are in your mouth. That's actually I, a weight loss technique too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it that's is, true. yeah. Yeah. It is. When I was working full time, I used to have this habit of eating lunch at my desk, and I finally realized that that was just somehow not good for me. So I would make a point of going and eating outside if the weather was good or inside, but just eating lunch and not eating while doing a bunch mm-hmm. of other things. Yeah. I think one of the other things that can help you feel alive is if you pursue one of your passions, you know, like I think a lot of women put their passions or things they really want to do to the side because they are so busy with children and work and other things. Um, But if you can, you know, if you have whatever your passion is, writing, drawing, you know, a sport, trying to start a little side business, anything, I think just pursuing something that really kind of lights you up is can be an kind of an entrance into embracing your sensuality. Also, I'm just really shocked that we've gotten to this point and neither Bonnie nor Gay has actually said anything about moving your body in any exercise way. Well, dance I is know a what's great wrong with people. <laughs> yes. Where have we been? I, Where have we I'm been? just going to throw it out there. I will say this. The last time my daughter-in-law visited, uh, she and her sister were here. And so... They were like, hey, want to do yoga with us? And you you are more aware of your body when you are moving like that. Yes. And um, But I will say I only made it halfway through because my body's a lot older than their body is. Yeah. And now I reached a point where I was like, yeah, my hip has only, that's as far as I can go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first time I tried yoga, I fell over. Yeah. I was yeah. inhabiting my sensuality and my pain. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exercise is a great way to get in touch with how your body's feeling and to do other things like reduce your stress level that allow you to get in touch with your uh, feelings. Mm -hmm. 
Well, one and of the things you... that I find is when I do certain kinds of movement that my body's not used to, I'm more aware of those muscles because they're sore. But that's actually, <laughs> but it's actually a good thing because it helps me remember that I have a body and how wondrous it is. Mm-hmm. And I think if you don't like exercise, just dance. Put on some salsa music and wiggle your hips a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of that, music is also a way that a lot of people tap into um, feelings of sensuality. When I'm sometimes listening to classical or jazz music, there's just kind of this sense, it's a mood, creates a mood. You know, if some if a woman is trying to figure out how to feel more sensual, to just try some things and see what she can learn about herself. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to devote a little bit of time to it. Right. Don't feel guilty for giving yourself some pleasure, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of those things where when we allow ourselves to experience our sensuality outside the bedroom, it's almost like it primes us for the ability to pay attention to what our bodies are experiencing inside the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Being a sensual woman in your whole life can help you also be a more sexual woman when you want to be. Uh Okay, I don't know if this is related to sensuality in the same way, but I have been recently rediscovering my love of poetry and how there's a lot of really great poetry out there that it's not only just the words, but it's the rhythm and the tone. Mm -hmm. And I have I have a poem, especially for exercise. (laughs) I do exercise poetry. Jesus may have made water into wine but he don't make fat into fine so go exercise (laughs) exercise poetry surely someone's done a dissertation i lost my headset over that one oh my goodness okay ladies thanks so much for listening we encourage you to try out some of these ideas maybe not all of them but most of them for yourself And be sure to check out our show notes for links to more resources and to some great sensuality resources from our sponsors. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with a friend? The very best way for us to reach more women is for our listeners to tell others about us. Thanks so much. This episode was sponsored in part by Carefree Organics, where you can find the cleanest of ingredients, creating the most effective skincare products. And I can say from experience that they are very um, gentle to your skin. I have very sensitive skin and especially my eye area and all of it is very soothing and effective. So she's also offering a coupon code FCW20 for 20% off one order and check her out at carefreeorganics.com, which is woman owned.